Hello, welcome to John's Author Diary for the weekend in January the 1st, 2022. So this is my review of the year and what a strange year it's been. In many ways, I think this year has been harder than 2020. Um, you know, we've gone from the novelty of just doing things differently, having to adapt to a year of essentially drudgery and frustration. So in January, you know, we'd been in a local lockdown for about three months and then the government announced a national lockdown. So that was frustrating and it meant homeschooling, going back to that again. Um, I was able to work on Birth of Assassins, which is the prequel to the Dawn of Assassins series. And I released my Ravenglass Chronicles second box set. So that did really well. Really pleased with how that series went. Um, I'm still doing well with that. It's not as well as it was, but really seeing the benefits of that over the past year. Um, February was hit and miss. I injured my foot and had a week off. So, you know, I wasn't that productive. I wrote the story, The Little Thief, which is basically what I've given to my readers who signed up to my mailing list from the Dawn of Assassins stuff. And I rebuilt my website, relaunched that. That was a bit faffy, but I got it done. And it's just one that I can leave now forever. Just add to it occasionally. It's not a blog or anything like that. So that is good. Um, I also started work on Dawn of Assassins, which is the first full book in that series. Um, in March, I'd been rewriting the Wasteland series, so I relaunched that. So put out the box set, all rewritten, updated all the books, and that had done really well. It's not done as well as Ravenglass Chronicles, but it's sold consistently. I think I've probably sold more copies of that box set than I had the whole series. So I'm really pleased with that. It has basically given me a full-time income this year. So that is cool. Um, I gave up on news this year. I gave up on watching the news, reading the news, just avoiding it at all costs. And I think that has really helped because I was getting just kind of bogged down in all the stuff that was going on, all the details and intricacies of the coronavirus and just the American election and all that nonsense. And I just needed to step away from it. So, you know, it it was the best thing I've done. I feel like it cleared my head a lot. It was just a necessary thing. So I've not been following the news since then. You know, anything that's important, I have heard about through my wife or other people. Most of the stuff that we see in the news is essentially propaganda um, and it's not as trusted as it used to be. And this is coming from someone who used to work in journalism and who used to be a reporter. And what I see happening now is it's become about narratives and not about reportage. So I'm avoiding that. Best thing I've done. Um, yeah, so by the time we reach mid-March, we had the lockdown lifted a bit. This was great for me. We were going into spring. I was able to go and see people, go and uh, have drinks in pubs, go swimming, that kind of thing. You know, I saw my family, saw friends. You know, it had been a really tough winter. I mean, I was thinking back to, you know, even I think it was the October, just from then, you know, really struggling last, last year, my mental health. 
over last winter. So I'm just glad that we passed that. And that this this winter's been a lot better for me, for sure. Um, so in April, I started doing YouTube videos of my author diaries. Now, these haven't done very well. I don't get many views. But what it's done is it had speeded up my process of recording the podcasts. So all I do now is I record them in one take, take the audio, put it on my podcast feed, add the intros using the tools in Anchor. So it's a lot quicker, even though I'm doing different things. And if it helps me reach a different audience, if the consistency over time builds up, then that's great. If not, then I still have a decent audience with the audio. So I don't care. Um, during this month, I helped my wife launch her business. So she launched her editing business called Cherry Edits. So go to cherryedits.com if you're an indie author, if you need your novel editing, she's very good. And she's had all the professional training and things like that. Um, so what else did I do that month? Yeah, I think it was just about then when I started feeling myself, actually. Um, we did a few things like going camping, getting out in the world, exploring things. I think I went to, what was it, Lancaster Castle and things like that. So just doing stuff that felt a bit more normal and just kind of, I think what I've learned about myself over the past year or two is that I draw energy from experiences and being around people and visiting places. And when we crammed in, when we hemmed in, when we locked down, that does have a detrimental effect and it's it's not good. Um, so moving on into May, <laughs> that month was a bit of a mess. I remember having ice train. I had my first COVID jab, which made me ill for a few days and just kind of made me feel very sluggish for a bit. And uh, we had the bank holidays, we had a, a local election, we had school holidays. So it was, it was a bit of a mess. All of those things hit my productivity. Um, you know, I had friends come to stay for the first time since probably 2019. Um, that was great. We watched Eurovision. We had cheesecake, we had steak and all that stuff. So that was really good. Really needed that. Um, in June, I finished the draft of Dawn of Assassins. And this is when I parted ways with my co-author on the Black Death stuff. So I got that back. And then I spent the next month after that, July, working on Black Death Survival, getting that up to publication standard. Definitely challenging, definitely a test of my craft as a writer. I also had my second COVID jab, which made me ill again. So that was exciting. And as I record this, I'm about to get my booster. So I'm sure I will be ill again. Um, in August, I did the Morecambe Cross Bay walk. That was great. Really enjoyed that. That was basically walking over the sands while the tide was out. So just a very surreal experience and very positive. So definitely enjoyed doing that. I'll look into doing that again in the future. We also decorated my son's room. And did a lot of summer holiday stuff. And I outlined the book Trial of Thieves. That outline now, I think that's kind of, uh, I've revisited that now a few times. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see how that book goes. Um, I also visited Leeds as well, which is where I used to live and where my son was born. So we revisited a few of our old haunts, a bit of a nostalgia trip. So really enjoyed that. Went to the Royal Armouries. Again, just catching up with old friends. Going to look at weapons, getting inspired. It's all, all good. In September, I started writing The Trial of Thieves. Uh, it was originally called A Murder of Crows, but this was a generic working title. And 
when I showed the covers to a few other friends, they were just like, oh, that's the title of Blah Blah Blah's book. And then someone else goes, and this one, and this one. So I knew it was generic. I knew that it was a title that would have been done before. And so I've changed it. Um, I did have a head cold for a couple of weeks, actually, uh, which took me out of my groove. Um, and then, you know, with coming October, I think getting over that cold and uh, sad, you know, seasonal affective disorder coming in, I felt like I was just in a real creative rut, really struggling to get stuff out. Um, progress on Trial of Thieves was slow. Uh, I launched Black Death Survival, and that disappointed me, to be honest. It didn't do very well. The reviews aren't great. You know, there's a lot of lessons learned from that book. Uh, the first and probably most important one is to know when to draw a line and not to hold on to projects. If, if something's not working, you know, sometimes it's best not to fall for that sunk cost fallacy. So I, I did that. I, I don't know if I regret it. I think that, again, it's like a learning experience. Um, but I think I made a lot of mistakes. And I think there's, I don't think I'd do the same thing again. I think I should have just drawn the line back in 2019 when it looked like the thing wasn't going to happen. So this has made me think going forward about, you know, I do want to work with collaborators in the future. I don't know whether this is going to be paid collaborators or whether this is going to be a kind of royalty split. But what it means is that I need to set up a system where it's not going to damage what I'm doing. It's not going to affect my productivity or anything like that if the collaborator doesn't deliver, if it doesn't work. Um, so I just need to work out how I'm going to make that happen and produce more books in this new forthcoming series. Um, so yeah, in October, I did do a redraft of Dawn of Assassins based on feedback. And I also got the covers back for the series and they look amazing. So I'm really chuffed with those. I think they'll really help the series sell and they just look very good. I mean, they're expensive, so we'll see. It'll probably take me a bit to uh, claw the money back for that, but hopefully because they're such good quality, they will resonate. We shall see. Um, November, you know, my mood at the start of this month was in the toilet. Um, just you know, got born, uh, Dawn of Assassins ready, got all the edits done, um, started working on plans to grow my business. So I started getting ideas percolating for how I'm going to make this scale up. And I went to Egypt and Egypt was great. Trip of a lifetime. Um, still processing this trip. Saw so much so much that I wanted to see. It surpassed my expectations. Amazing. Recommend it to anyone. Um, the trip gave me chance, a bit of headspace, I suppose, a bit of a break from the everyday life and things like that. And it made me think about a lot of things, a lot of where I'm going, reassess. Um, I came up with solutions for different problems with my stories. And yeah, it, it's just inspired me gave me a lot of energy and i think i'm still feeding off that experience so that is great and then coming into december i went to my first gig in years went to see james at manchester arena i mean this was another great experience it must be the best gig i've ever been to you know i don't know whether it necessarily was in terms of the performance but just being 
in that crowd, dancing, singing, even crying a few points, just enjoying that experience, energising, energising for sure. So it was needed, it was necessary. It felt like a massive weight off my shoulders. Felt like a lot of, like a big release, cathartic. Um, so I, I love that experience and, you know, came away from it. 25,000 people in a crowd, in an arena. You know, I didn't get COVID or anything like that. So that was good. Um, and it, this is one of those things going forward, you know, I've had my two jabs. I'm getting my third. And I need to do more to take proactive steps to kind of make sure my mental health is good enough so I can sustain my writing business. And if that means going to creative places, if that means taking trips, then that's what I need to do. Um, because if Egypt and this gig has shown me anything, my mood, the way I feel, the, the creative energy that I've got at the moment, I feel like I'm running on all cylinders, which I'll never do in December. So this is great. Um, so I, I just need to, yeah, just take care of that. You know, whatever your decisions are, whatever you choose to do with your life, you know, that's your business. I don't care. And hopefully you, you don't care about what I do. You know, hopefully what it means is I can just bring the best stories that I can. And yeah, I'm just looking forward to getting more stories out next year. Um, so yeah, just planning is what I've been doing in December. Just this next step, this growing a brand, growing this Ravenglass universe thing, you know, expanding it into being more about the stories and the ideas and the intellectual property and thinking about how it can work with collaborators and things like that. So I'm really looking forward to next year. I mean, I hope that we don't go into another lockdown, um, you know, but if we do, just have to deal with it. Um, my goals for next year are simplified you know I've, I've actually abandoned this year well in the past few months tracking my word counts as a measure which, which is what I've done in the past um I think it's just too blunt an instrument especially for what I'm doing going forward so I think what I need to do is uh, track either releases or books that are ready for release something like that projects completed projects I don't know something along those lines so this has simplified it and it just means I need to get systems in place to produce these things. So this next year, Dawn of Assassin's Trilogy, that's priority, get that out, get it written. And then I want to get three more titles and a prequel done, ready. Um, so this is gonna be the building blocks to the new series, what it's gonna be. Um, so yeah, I just I just need to do a lot of work now establishing this new brand. So this will mean commissioning artwork, graphics, getting trademarks, all that good stuff. So it's a lot to do, and it's probably going to cost me a fortune to start with, <laughs> but it's going to be worth it. You know, I'm excited. Uh, definitely feels like I'm at an interesting transition point in all this. So here's to 2022. Hopefully things get better and I hope you have a great year. Thank you. So until next time, cheerio.